I'm Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus, president of San Antonio College. Today with us, we have Jennifer Floyd, director of Mortuary Science Operations for San Antonio College Mortuary. And welcome back to Front and Center, where we talk about San Antonio College news, trends in higher education, and the community, because we are the community. Joined here this morning with Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus, San Antonio College President. Good morning. Good morning, Hot Mustard. How are you today? Doing great. Doing great. We're always having fun here at San Antonio College. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It is a great day. It is a great week for all of us. Today we have Ms. Jennifer Floyd. She is a director of Mortuary Science Operations for San Antonio College's Mortuary. Good morning, Ms. Floyd. Good morning, Dr. Nadine. How are you today? I am doing great. Thank you for the question. Now let me ask you this. Could you tell us a bit more about your role at San Antonio College? So I am the director of San Antonio College's new mortuary. I'm very excited. The first of its kind in the United States. We are here to make sure our students are workforce ready. So our mortuary is going to be a customer-facing mortuary. We will provide services to our Alamo College District family, employees, our students, and as well as our community. So we're very excited. That's awesome. It's my understanding that we will be having a grand opening. Yes, grand opening will be February 23rd from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., at our mortuary, which is located at 218 West Ashby Place. So we're very excited. We're going to have some great speakers. We have invited some alumni students to come out and share their San Antonio College mortuary experience with us. They're going to tell us about the education and how they feel that us having a mortuary is going to help our students and better prepare them for the workforce. So, yes, very excited. That is exciting indeed. Could you tell us about your experience in the mortuary science world? Yes, I am a 2008 graduate of Washington College of Mortuary Science in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I have worked in South Carolina. I have worked in Alabama, where I'm from. I have also been licensed in Missouri as well, and now I'm fully licensed as a mortician funeral director and embalmer here in Texas. So I've been in this industry, oh gosh, about 24 years now. So very, very excited. I've been everything from a location manager to an embalming room prep center manager. I've also mentored students, taken on and managed apprentices, their extensive background in mortuary science. That's fantastic, fantastic. What would you tell the students who are planning to go into that field? What are some of the tips that you will give them in terms of how to improve the way they study? What are some of the the, the skill sets that they're going to need in order to succeed as a mortuary science student? Research. The key is research. Know the field that you are wanting to enter before you enroll in school. I think that's very important. Uh, a lot of times students see us as funeral directors on the front line, and they think that that's all that we do. And they don't know that there's more to being a funeral director than um, rolling a casket down an aisle or sitting with the family. Um, and I think that for me, I researched a lot before I entered mortuary science school. I wanted to know all of the conglomerates that own funeral services. I wanted to know all the opportunities. I wanted to know what the front of the house did versus what the back of the house did. And with that, it helped me be a better student because I was able to be better prepared. 
Why is mortuary science such an important field for our audience to consider? Because people are going to die. That's the one sure thing. If you're born, you're going to die. So our industry is very short-staffed. We're like nursing. We are the doctors for the dead, as my daughter likes to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're needed. You need someone to provide you that counseling. You need someone to hold your hand when you've lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. You need someone to guide you through on what to do, what to expect, what's next. Um, so we're very important. We play a very important role in the world. Fascinating, because what you're telling me is that you take care of the corpse but you also take care of those who continue to live. Uh, You counsel them, you advise them, you hold their hand through the process. So it appears to me that there is also a psychological skill set that you're going to have to apply, a counseling perspective. Absolutely. Uh, When you sit at a table with a funeral director, we are your counselor, we are your friend, we're your marriage counselor, we become your sister, we become um, your confidant, your friend, because... Our care doesn't just stop once we place that decedent in the ground. That's not. That's really where everything begins because that's when those long sleepless nights happen. That's when you have all of the questions about what do I do next? How do I begin to live without my mother, without my father, without my loved one? And that's when you're going to have all those questions. You're going to need that person that has that knowledge to say, we can get through this together. I didn't just leave you once the service was over. Let me point you in the directions of a grief counselor. Let me find resources for you. So, yes, we we are everything for a family. And that is what makes us so important because we don't just take care of the deceased person. We take care of their families. We take care of their spouses. We take care of their children. We make sure that they know um, what they need to do next, death certificates, how they contact a state attorney. We do everything for them. And then at times when that happens, of course, if you are the loved one who has to take care of all these things, you really don't have the opportunity or even the mental headspace to think about those things, right? So we need someone like you. And that is exactly what you're doing with the students that we have here at SAC. You prepare them not just to embalm a body, but also to on how to handle, how to address, how to lead in these types of situations when loved ones do not know how to go about things. Absolutely. Preparing the deceased is just a portion of what we do. Meeting with families and consoling them and consulting with them and helping them plan a celebration of life is the biggest part of what we do. We teach them that um, it's okay to celebrate your loved one, their memory, um, to take what lessons they've taught you in life and apply them. Um, So, yes. Could you tell us a bit about the learning lab component of the mortuary space at San Antonio College? Yes, our mortuary is a an extension, excuse me, of the mortuary science program. What we're going to do is teach students real-world experience by allowing them to sit in with me, a licensed funeral director, to make arrangements with families. They're going to learn how to work death certificate. They're going to learn how to ask families those pertinent questions that will help them plan a service for their families. They're going to learn how to be comfortable meeting with families. So we're going to teach them not only how to embalm, we're going to teach them the difference in caskets. We're going to teach them the difference in vaults. We're going to teach them how to present items to families so families aren't overwhelmed. Because sometimes when we present families who don't know anything about death and dying with options, we overwhelm them. 
So part of our job is to make sure that they're not overwhelmed. We want to make sure that they're comfortable, that they understand that there is no traditional way to have a funeral anymore. We make sure they know that it's okay to celebrate your mom's life this way, opposed to the way someone did it 20 years ago. It's okay if you don't want flowers. It's okay if you prefer cremation and to take the urn home. It's okay if you decide you would rather have cremation jewelry with your mother's ashes in it. So that's part of what we do. We make sure they are comfortable with their decision-making. They are well-informed about the options that they have for their loved one. So, yeah. That's great. The the learning lab component, I, I think it's very important here because when our students graduate and they go out in the real world and they go and they work in these mortuaries, you don't want them to be in a position they, they haven't been in before. So you have to put them in these uncomfortable positions saying approaching uh, a family member who's whose world basically might have just been shattered to pieces. And you put students in these situations because they are going to face that in the Absolutely. real world. There's not much difference between putting a student on the radio here at KSYM or putting a student in a burning building over at uh, Von Army. Right. So uh, definitely this is a huge opportunity for our mortuary science students. On top of that, you know, this is a more of a job security thing, I would say, as well, because... It's supply and demand, and there will always be a supply in the field of mortuary services. Mm -hmm. um, but there definitely is a level of compassion for people wanting to get into this industry. Absolutely. I often tell people you can't look at this as a job because at the end of the day on your job, you're ready to clock out and you're going to go home and you're going to leave work at work. With us, we're never off. We're always on because families are always going to have a question. And the last thing you want to tell your family is, I left my office at 5 o'clock. That's right. Mm -hmm. So we're always available. And that's the mindset that I try to get the students to understand, that this is more of a calling and less of a job. Mm -hmm. Because if you view this as a job, you're only doing it for a paycheck. If you view it as a calling, you're doing it because you care, because you have that compassion. Mm -hmm. You have that love. You eat, sleep, and breathe if you're in the industry. I tell people, I remember at Christmas, I had to leave my children because someone's mother passed away. I couldn't say it's Christmas. That's right. I had to leave. You couldn't say it's winter break or you couldn't say summer break. Absolutely. And that's, that's it. I, I try to make sure that our students know that this has to be a calling. This is not like any other career field that you're going to walk into. You have to come into this being willing to put yourself to the side to pick up every family member that you're going to encounter because they need you and you're going to be all that they know in that moment. I've noticed a really nice looking black Cadillac driving around the campus. Yes. I saw that hearse. So tell us a bit about the hearse that we just acquired at San Antonio College. We are blessed to have a 2024 Platinum C hearse. Very, very classic car, very beautiful car. And we acquired that car so we can provide the best for our families, the best for our students, the best for our community. So it is definitely a beautiful car. And, and this is all a part of San Antonio College now having a funeral home on campus. So we've had our mortuary science program over the years, and now we're able to do everything in-house. That's right. And provide opportunities for students to learn, but also provide a, a benefit to the community. That's absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And that is that is a key component. Um, we're relying heavily on our community to support us because with the community support, we're able to 
give the students the experience that they need. The students need the experience so that when they walk into the funeral home and apply for a job, it's not the first time they've ever been in a funeral home. It's not the first time they've ever made arrangements with the family. It's not the first time they've ever seen a contract. It's not the first time they've ever seen a death certificate. That makes the student more comfortable, more well-rounded, and that makes them a better funeral director. But also, in the future, we want to be able to offer our students provisional licensing. And with provisional licensing, that will allow me to take two students on to train them, to allow them to go apply for their provisional licensing with the state of Texas. And when they graduate, they will be ready to become fully licensed funeral directors and embalmers. So we will actually put students in the workforce sooner rather than later. So that's the most exciting part about having the mortuary, is that we're going to be able to help staff this industry. And if you wanted to find out more about San Antonio College Mortuary Space, please call them at 210 210- Four eight six one thousand. That is again two ten four eight six one thousand. Or simply go to ksym.org. Again, that is ksym.org, and click on our mortuary science department icon, or call two ten four eight six one thousand. I like how you brought up earlier funerals and, and viewings, celebration of life. You know, funerals. Obviously, no one likes going to funerals, but I have a different take on it because when I go to funerals, I'm the one that's going to tell a really fun, interesting story that reflects the person who just passed. I'm not going to bring you down. I'm going to try to uplift you. And a lot of pastors and preachers catch me afterwards and go, thank you. Yes. Because these things can be so sad. Yes. And they don't have to be because it's a celebration of life and we should look back on the individual and be happy because we're all going to be there one day. This is the next stage. Well, I think that families are looking to us as licensed professionals to tell them that it's okay. Because the norm has always been funerals have been sad. They've been where you go, you cry, you mourn. And so when I'm writing an obituary for a family, I say, are you mourning the loss? Or are you celebrating the life? Because that helps me know how to help that family. If you're celebrating the life... We can order balloons to release. We can order butterflies. We can order doves. We can have upbeat music. It helps me better help them plan that celebration of life. Now, if they tell me that they're mourning the loss, then I know that I need to gear away from that celebratory aspect of it and find something a little bit more subtle. But I also need to remind them that if their grandmother is 95 years old, she's lived long. Let's cherish those memories. Let's look at the wisdom that she imparted on you. Let's incorporate that into this service. That's wonderful. Folks, we're going to have the grand opening for San Antonio College Mortuary Home, and that will be on the 23rd of February. At what time, Ms. Floyd? 10 a.m. to 11.30. At 10 a.m. on the 23rd of the month of February. And this is Black History Month. Yes. What are some of your thoughts about the significance of Black History Month? I think Black History Month is very important. I think that it gives us an opportunity to look back at those who came before us, who paved the way for us, who has created a space to allow us to be where we are and who we are today. Thank you so much. It has been a blessing to have you. You have truly given us insight into the field of the mortuary science lifestyle, because really this is a lifestyle. It's a calling and it's a lifestyle. Absolutely. 
And uh, we thank you for, for that. If you want to find out more about or if you would like to apply, simply call 210-486-1000. Apply to become a student. Yes. Call 210-486-1000 or go to ksym.org. And Ms. Floyd will tell you a bit more about our mortuary science department and the operations of our home. Thank you. This is Front and Center, recorded at the KSYM Studios on the San Antonio College campus. Front and Center is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and airs Monday mornings at 8.30 on KSYM 90.1 FM in San Antonio. More information on Front and Center is online at ksym.org.